Today's topic is about the importance of relationships. As I've worked with people, I see the quality of their lives, not in necessarily what they have in their bank account, not necessarily what they possess, but I've seen the quality of life affected more by the relationships they've had than anything else. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Hi, my name is Eric Hurd, and I've been prepared a lifetime to do this podcast. I've been a pastor for 45 plus years, and I have been in the trenches in people's relationships. I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. And what I want to talk about is wisdom for relationships. Okay, Eric, it is the first week of the year. It's a new year. We're starting this podcast. You know, what are your first thoughts? What do you, you know? Well, first of all, there's a nervousness. <laughs> yeah. And because who's going to listen to this? <laughs> Is it going to make any sense? And are people's lives going to be affected at all? So there was a, a natural nervousness, but there was also excitement. Because, again, the topic is something that's so important to me. So, so there was both this fear and then there was this exhilaration. Yes. Okay, me too. I feel the same way. And something that I thought would be cool to record is, what, what's your prayer going into this? This is the first recording. It's a new year. There's so much that's beginning right here in this conversation. Yeah. So what, what's your prayer? Here is my prayer, is that uh, what God desires in people's lives would really come true, and that is that they would have a healthy relationship with Him and a healthy relationship with the people around them, whether it's their family, their friends, their neighbors, or whatever, because when relationships are good, your life's good. Mm, amen. Okay, cool. So uh, you mentioned that we're going to talk about the importance of relationships. So let me just ask you the question. Why are relationships so important to you? Do you have an hour? <laughs> <laughs> we got all day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's so interesting because I, I've worked with so, so many thousands of couples and individuals. And one of the things that I see is that a person's physical well-being, their health, is so tied to their relationships, especially women. Like when I'm working with a broken marriage, one of the things I'll ask the woman is, tell me about your health. So interesting that you can parallel her health and the decline of her health with the decline of the marriage. Mm. So our health is tied to our relationships. Absolutely. You know, when you when you think like like for me as a pastor, um, I've done hundreds of memorials, and uh, and I'm one of those ones that will come bedside when somebody's on hospice and they're about to die. They never talk about how much money they have, what possessions they have, and the trips they've taken around the world. What matters to them most is their relationships. I remember one guy just weeping. Because when he was near death, his son, a strange son for 13 years, called him, said, Dad, can I come see you? And, uh, and they reconciled before he died. Oh, my gosh. Importance of relationships, it's, it's, it's the bread of life. It's, it's life itself. In fact, one of the greatest commands, uh, Jesus uh, summing up all the commands, there were 613 at the time, and when he was asked what's the greatest, he narrated it all down to this one, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, all the commands are contingent on that. When you love God and you love others, your relationships are so much healthier, and your life is just fervent. And I've seen this played out in my own life and in those around me. Yeah, look at our relationship. I mean, you, I think we have so much fun seeking that together. Yes. Yes, and, and, and because we work at the relationship. And, you know, the importance of relationships, again, our health is tied to it, our, 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 uh, our mental well-being, um, our sense of gratitude. 
you know, uh, are looking forward to whether it's a trip or building a memory. You know, it's hard to build a memory, uh, you know, by yourself. Like if I'm going to go snowboarding, I can go snowboarding by myself, yeah. but who, I, who do I get to tell the stories to? <laughs> but if I go snowboarding with a buddy and we talk about that time I hit that mogul and flipped and thought I broke my arm, <laughs> now there's a story, but we get to share it together. Yeah. I honestly believe God created us for a relationship. I mean, when you, when you look at even the nature of God, God exists in Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He exists as one in relationship. Marriage, a husband and wife, one. And, and so God shows us by his very being and how he created us. We were born for relationship. Mm. So why are they important? They are the essence of life. And, uh, and when relationships are bad, oh my gosh, I, I remember the first part of my life. I, I didn't have any healthy relationships. Just didn't. Mm. That's so cool. So what comes to mind when listening to that is we decided to po- call this podcast Relationship by the Book. Why the name? Why Relationship by the Book? I know we've talked uh, about it, but I want to just hear how it comes out. It comes out of my own experience. Uh, my family, uh, literally for 400 years, were no- nobody in my family lineage ever went to church. We were excommunicated from uh, the uh, Anglican Church in downtown London, England. <laughs> and when you were excommunicated, you weren't able to go to any church. Well, my family took that on and never went to church. And so I grew up in atheism. I didn't know that you got <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. And I was actually born out of an adulterous affair. My mother and dad met in a bar and started a friendship. And my, my mom got pregnant. And uh, it broke up her marriage, broke up his marriage. And they moved in together. And it was a scandal in the city. So, you know, here I sit as a man who was, who was conceived out of a broken relationship. Mm. And, uh, and then my, my mom and dad moved in together. They, my dad left when I was four and a half. My mom married uh, a guy that was an alcoholic with PTSD. They didn't diagnose it back then, but he was abusive. And so I grew up in this home where there were no guardrails. There was no sense of a North Star of how to live relationships. You know, when, when uh, my stepdad would get angry, we fled because he got violent. And we never learned how to have open dialogue. There was never any love language. There was never, never any affirmation. And so all the communication, all the, the, the relational uh, guardrails that should have been there weren't there. And so I grew up in abuse. And, and out of all those broken relationships, and for anybody that may ever listen to this podcast, it's very emotional. Because um, I know what it's like when a person wants to take their life. I was 17 and a half years old. I should have never had to have these feelings, but I had the feeling of complete emptiness. I was attached to no one, had never really truly experienced love. And I stood on a roadside and was going to throw myself in front of a semi-truck. And there was nothing inside of me that was keeping me from doing that except my fear of where would I go? Would I go to heaven or hell? I had no idea. I was an atheist. And... uh, and I just remember the semi-truck coming, and I couldn't do it because I feared death. And, but I remember saying, God, help me. Mm. And what's so interesting about the nature of God, and this is, if you will, the foundation of why my passion for relationship, the first thing God does is he offers forgiveness. He offers his grace and mercy so that he and I could have a relationship. And I, for the first time, experienced that. February 23rd, 1973, and God came into my life, and what he began to do is, is, is move at me in relationship, and I moved at him, and then it started changing every relationship I had, especially as I started getting to his word, because his word, the Bible, was coaching for me. 
See, I never could get it from my family. My stepdad, my dad had abandoned me, my mom, my brothers and sisters. Nobody could give me what God could, could give me. So the podcast that we name Relationship by the Book, it's there is so much wisdom in, 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 in the Word of God, in every book of the Bible, all 66, just wisdom for relationship. And so I want to peel that back. I want to bring, uh, if you will, practical tools to people. Mm, the so guardrails. That's it. Guardrails. You know, <laughs> to protect you from unhealthy relationship, but wisdom to build a healthy relationship. And uh, because that's what God had always intended. I love that. Cool. Cool. So uh, we've got a few questions here we're going to talk about. Yeah. And the next one on my list here is, what makes relationships so difficult? <laughs> I think we need another hour on that one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think one of the big ones is um, our, lack, our, our lack of self-awareness. Um, you know, I, I remember when I first got married, I had no clue how controlling I was and that I had a really uh, tough time with anger. I had unprovoked anger at times, sometimes provoked by my wife, and literally a year and a half into our marriage, uh, my wife said to me, I can't be with someone like you. I was so unhealthy. Why? Because I was blind to my own brokenness. I wasn't willing to confess and acknowledge that brokenness, because a lot of times I just didn't see it. And, and so if I would, one of the biggest barriers to relationship is human beings. <laughs> like yeah. I've always joked because I've been a pastor 48 years the, the, the problem with the churches is not the buildings <laughs> it's the people <laughs> but in all seriousness I'm one of them and I always laugh when people say oh I'll never go to church bunch of hypocrites and I always look at them and go and you're not yeah. we're all hiding we're all afraid of people really knowing us uh, we at times have blindness and so relationships are difficult because of the people in the relationship. Like when I, uh, Michael, will do a premarital counseling, I, I usually have these three standard pieces of wisdom that if couples will remember this, they, they'll divorce-proof their marriage. Here's the number one thing I say to them. Listen, you're going into a marriage with a broken person. They're going to sin. Mm. They're going to be insensitive, argumentative, selfish, whatever you might say. And your natural tendency is going to be to fight it. And how will you fight it? You'll either retaliate or abandon. Mm. And, and either way is detrimental. And so, so some couples are surprised. In fact, what I tell them is, whatever brokenness is in your mate now as you're dating and you're engaged, multiply that times three. That's what you're going to experience when you get married because we put on our best front when we're dating and yeah. get engaged. But when you're married, all bets are off. I used to think it was really cute that my wife was late to most every date we ever went out on. <laughs> I, and, I, and in my mind, I was saying, oh, but she's so worth it. Then we got married, and she was late to most everything. And I said, this is not going to work, because <laughs> this is a lifetime. And so, so what makes relationships difficult? It's the people in the relationships, and we shouldn't be surprised. And by the way, how we react to people's brokenness and sin defines the relationship. See, absolutely. Yeah, because because we're all broken, so we're all going to experience it. But how I respond to it, that will either say I'm a fool or I'm wise. That's why relationship by the book becomes important because I've used God's wisdom in the relationships I've had. So what do I do when I react in a certain way that I look back and I go, I shouldn't have reacted that way? Oh, oh <laughs> so good. Because here's one of the pieces of wisdom that, that, again, people don't readily embrace. So I'm going to sin in my relationships, okay? And I, I have wronged you at times. And one of the things that the Bible teaches is confession. Like in James 5, it says, confess your sins one to another 
and pray for one another, follow me, so you might be healed. Mm. When I confess, I'm actually healed. Mm. When I pray, I'm healed. Mm. So confession and prayer is good for me. Now, it's going to be good for the person. Because, you know, when, when, when I screw up, here, here's what I find with people. When you just own it, oh my gosh, most people, I don't care if they're in the church or not, will go, hey, it's all right, bud. Yeah, we're, we're fine. On. Yeah, move on. Hey, don't, 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 don't beat yourself up. Why? Because really, the, the word confession in the Greek, here's what it means. To agree with somebody what they already know. Ah, oh, wow. Like, when I, when I confess <laughs> to God, he doesn't go, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> so why is he asking me in 1 John 1, 9 to confess my sins to him? Because now he knows I know. There is a power in, the, in, in saying it. When I say to you, or I say to Debbie, you know, that was just a poor response. I am so sorry. It's, it's like, well, now they know, or you know, that I know. Mm. And, and because of that, I want to change. I don't want to do We're that. We're back on the same page again. There, there you go. Yeah. And so, so yeah, what do we do when, when we wrong somebody? Confess it. Yeah, that's, that's critical. Uh-huh. Cool. So uh, this is our first podcast. And yeah. for those of you who don't know, I'm Michael Sachs. I'm Eric Hurd's son-in-law. I have the privilege of being married to Crystal. And um, we're going to have fun with this. This is going to be, I, I mean, this first one. I'm so stoked at <laughs> how this is going. And uh, we, we love, Eric and I, from day one, yeah. we, when I first met, well, I guess we had met, but we met up to have coffee. I asked for permission to date Crystal. It was no different than this conversation right here. And we've been doing this for almost 13 years now. Wow. So it's about time we uh, logged them and shared them. There you go. Um, so what, what can people expect? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the, what are the, what conversations are you looking to get forward to getting into? Yeah. You know, you know, set the um, forecast for us. Well, I, I would say it's like the Bible itself. You know, most people, like it's always funny to me that, you know, people wonder, like I, I might have my Bible open up, you know, uh, you know, in an airplane. Somebody will look down or maybe I'm in a cafe and they'll go, you really believe that stuff? What do I already know about them? They've never really studied it. Mm. And so what people are going to expect are several things. One is, is, is we're going to open up the Word of God. We're going to peel it open to, to just glean from it these relational nuggets that really affect your relationship. And another thing that people can expect is that um, I'm not going to ta- talk from a high tower. You know, like I'm some kind of relational expert. Mm. No, I'm just like anybody else. In fact, I hate the word expert. Because who's an expert at anything? Now there's wisdom and skill that you gain. But honestly, I'm in the trenches, so I'm not going to be on a high horse telling people how to lead their relationships. I'm just a follower and, and one who's gleaning wisdom just like anybody else. So they can expect authenticity. They can expect that, that uh, I'm going to be real. Because, you know, my, my real feel when it comes to guiding and leading anybody is you can't lead somebody where you haven't been. If you knew uh, a lot of my past, you would, you would understand why my passion for relationship and why I think I've been good at it uh, over these last few decades. Mm, that's so cool. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to that, all those conversations that will fit within those parameters as well. And um, I think it'll be really exciting when we can get some other people to come speak with us, mm-hmm. and we'll have guests, and, and um, you know, hopefully we get some people that are listening, and whatever, you know, they might suggest or ask us to, to lean into. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, I, I guess what I would want to end on is today we talked about the importance of relationships and the difficulty that we find in relationships. What, yeah. what, would you, what, are, what are the key points you want us to take away from this conversation? Yeah. Is it, is it the real passion behind this is like I do a lot of relational coaching, so I want to bring tools. Tools can do things. 
You know, like um, there's a there's a passage in Romans eight twenty nine. Uh, Paul says that. Uh, those whom he foreknew, speaking of God, he knew us before we were born. He also predestined, which means this is his will. He foreknew us, this is his will, that we become conformed to the image of God. And I will never forget growing up, and you've heard this story before, Michael, and I grew up in, in Laguna Beach, an art colony, and I, I got to uh, meet this sculptor, did these incredible sculptings, and I go, how do you do that? And, and he took me to his workshop showed me these three-dimensional drawings, showed me the tools that he used to make these beautiful sculptings. And literally, when I, when I thought about that, and I thought about Romans 8, 29, that he is trying to conform me to the image of Christ, God uses relationships to chip away, to sand, to form us into the image of God. Mm. See, like when I'm working with a really a marriage that's just really unraveled, and re people are ready to divorce, my admonition or my warning to them is, if you walk away from this marriage, you're about to walk away from the sharpest tool God has to shape you into the image of Christ. Now, I know that some marriages end. I know that, that there is abuse in marriage or betrayal. But a lot of times people quit too early because they're frustrated and their brokenness gets in the way and their stubbornness, their arrogance gets in the way. And, and, and so it's through relationships that we are shaped. And so, again, what I want to do in, in these next few podcasts is to bring some of those tools to bear uh, on, on what we need to have the kind of relationships God intended. That is so cool. I'm excited. That's all right. Right. Well, well, for today, that's all. And uh, looking forward to the next one. Woo! All right. <laughs>